Hey everybody and welcome to episode 33 of Have a Nice Life. You know some historians posit that 33 is the age of Christ when he was crucified. <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> is that foreshadowing into this podcast? No, I'm just, <laughs> just spitting Christ facts. You know, I can't wait until I'm 34 uh, just so I can say I outri- outlived Christ. I mean, technically not because he ascended to heaven. Yeah, and so will I. But without <laughs> dying. Like, he died and then he came back. So we did he die. back up. I mean, he was... <laughs> yeah, he died. I mean, if I came back to Earth and it was this shitty, I'd probably ask to go back anyway. <laughs> go back to, to heaven. He had to establish the new covenant and then he was like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing for me here anymore. <laughs> he was like, I'll be back in the year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring upon the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Dan. And I'm Erica. <laughs> And uh, Jesus fucking Christ, uh, the week that both of us had. Um, everyone out there, file, uh, fire up your Schadenfreude engines. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> heading into the rant zone. It's also way too early. We need to get a producer. We need a producer so we can get those like like the horn sounds. If anyone wants to. You're if like, we, it's early, and I'm like at the peak of my energy for the day. Yeah, this is crazy. So I had a fucking, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into it, but just nonstop two days of just pure stress, uh, emotional exhaustion, physical exhaustion, and then Erica is like, I'm going to the beach, so we need to record early. <laughs> <And laughs> I had to wake up, uh, I took a shower, and now I have both a coffee, well, Bev check, I got a coffee and a, a non-sugar-free monster. Wow. <laughs> so I'm kind of on that, like, just kind of woke up, but really trying to do, like, a morning zoo thing energy going on. <laughs> what <my> about Baba Booey? <laughs> what, uh, what Bev's you working with over there? I just have a nice coffee. I also have some contact solution in front of me. Oh, drink some of that and go yeah. crazy later. <laughs> Uh, Dan witnessed before we started recording There was a huge spider on my wall And I killed it by throwing a hairbrush at it awesome. So I'm like gonna ride that high For probably like <laughs> the next 20 minutes And I'll crash because I was out drinking last night You can't kill spiders They're essential to our ecosystem Have yeah, fun I mean, with the internet on that one Yeah I mean That's been my MO all week I mean, <laughs> Just pissing off the <laughs> Yeah Yeah Um <sighs> So how was your week, Dan? <laughs> so we're I guess we're getting into it. Oh man. Um so it's kind of funny how like these last few weeks just I'm I'm really really scared to see what's going to happen after we finish recording today because it's just kind of been tragedy after tragedy <laughs> right That's after why I'm going we to the record because I'm like, oh, if I get bad news, at least I'm at the beach. I get <laughs> I'm getting a tan. <laughs> Listeners <laughs> Text 0069 uh, with hashtag, where's the best place to get bad news? <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear your insights on, is getting bad news at the beach better? Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Well, like, I, I'm like all about, we, I mean, we'll get into my week, obviously, but I feel like this is very on topic, is that, uh, so uh, I had to go to a wake, but because of coronavirus, it had to be outside, so I got a very nice tan during the wake. Silver lining. Classic funeral tan situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, last week, or two weeks ago, I guess it was, like, I found out that, uh, you know, like, right after we recorded that, like, my landlord is, like, trying to boot us out of the apartment. Mm. <laughs> um, Just doing landlord shit. 
Oh my god. So actually a little update on that while we have it. Apparently while I was gone yesterday, my landlord so um we told the landlord since like the extra stimulus um weekly, like unemployment stimulus ran out and is I believe allegedly Trump signed an executive order to extend it to like four hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. But since that ended the end of July and we have the option in New Jersey to use our security deposit to pay the month's rent to cover the month's rent. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, me and my roommate both said, Oh, well let's this month we have some money saved up. It's not going to be a problem to like pay rent in the next month or two, but let's get, let's have him just use our security deposit this month. So we're not like hard out, you know? Yeah. And, um, when I originally moved in, my roommate was paying 800 and the space I was living in upstairs, was, I was paying seven. And we like sat down with the landlord here and convinced him to lower ours both to seven fifty, mm-hmm. and then eventually we went back up to eight hundred and whatever. But her security deposit when she moved in was eight hundred, mine was seven fifty. So I texted him, said, "Use my deposit. The check for the extra fifty bucks is in the mail." And Patty just said, "You know, just use my eight hundred. He then apparently came in yesterday and told Patty, "Why have you been?" like holding out on my rent and she's like i i haven't been i texted you and told you to use it and she goes no dan did the right thing he put the extra 50 dollars in a check you didn't do anything and she goes no my rent is 800 and he like completely denied that he's like no you've always you paid 750 she had to she literally showed him a text message saying to take the money you know out of the deposit he said oh no you just wrote that up right now <laughs> like a timestamp text. And then she pulled her lease that said there was an $800 deposit. Mm-hmm. And there he apparently didn't have any like spare leases and he like whited out an old one and initialed it. And he goes, no, this isn't, you doctored this. Why is it all whited out? And his, his initials are near the whiteout parts. <laughs> and she, he's like accusing her of like doctoring the lease. Wow. And then it's saying, and then he's like, "Well, when are you guys moving out then?" <laughs> it's like you told us we had until like April. Yeah, I don't know. It's just ins- <sighs> like it's it's insane. Like he's, I and mean, we have all the you know documents and stuff. But it's just like endless. Because you just got it feeling and looking like a home. No, that was yeah. We spent like the quarantine time actually nesting. Ne- exactly, we were <laughs> nesting. So. It's just so that's just more stress that just happened. But the big, the big fucking fuck you to my face. Uh, like, this is like the shoot a gun at the moon episode, I feel, <laughs> for both of us. Um, this is, yeah, I want to like, uh, like take a ship to the center of the ocean and just set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so, I, uh, this came to me at like the heat, in like a heat of passion. I said to Brendan, I was like, I just want to stir fry my brains with a bullet. And he was like, oh, that's so dark. Mortified. I think it's, <laughs> Paint very, the walls. it's very effective. <laughs> so. So Monday, um, I tried to go to Trader Joe's, as I've known, um, I'm known to do. But the line, I guess I didn't realize, like, I guess because of the hurricane that rolled through. Um. It was it was but an afterthought for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we were lucky enough to not be affected. I mean, my grandma apparently doesn't have power until like 
Tuesday now. Yeah, my parents lost power for like two days. Yeah. Uh, this will be like a week for my grandma's area. It's it's pretty wild. So um, Trader Joe's, the line was like out the fucking door and around the block. And I'm like, I don't need microwavable mac and cheese that bad. <laughs> so yeah. I turned my car around. Um, if anyone knows the area, I was driving up the Hoboken, like 14th Street viaduct heading into my neighborhood. And at the top of the hill, you can make a right into Union City or a left in the Jersey City. This is where it gets fucking infuriating because it's the stupidest fucking goddamn thing. Uh, and I want to find the person and beat the living shit out of him. So we make the left. There's like two cars ahead of me. And the car. We're going to have to self-destruct this episode because of all of this. Like, like if one of us like kills ourselves or like <laughs> there's like a murder committed in our vicinity. Like this episode <laughs> is going to be the evidence. Against the- <laughs> us. This will implicate us. I feel like this episode will be what, um, <laughs> you know, a jury will never be able to. uh convict us this is our we're we're so uh, convincing we're so compelling (laughs) that everyone's gonna empathize manifesto (laughs) the uh, so (laughs) we make the left and the car two cars ahead of us just fucking stops to like wave at a friend they see (laughs) on the sidewalk not even kidding just stops in the middle of traffic Waves at some douchebag with a Trader Joe's bag on the sidewalk. And the car in front of me slams the brakes. I slam my brakes. The car behind me slams into the back of me. Mm. And I've never really been in a car accident before. Oh, really? No, not not anything that, like, required any kind of, like, like a bumper tap in a parking lot or something. Yeah. But Welcome to the club. But it, it's, like, truly disorienting. Yeah, it sucks. Um, like, my hat flew off my head into the back seat because it like whipped my head and luckily like my neck and stuff feels fine my back doesn't hurt any more than it usually does but um yeah so like trying to find my phone and it's on the floor like you know just everything's fucked and i'm like god damn it like seriously like another fucking thing so we get out of the car um i'm looking at my shit and there's just, like, a big hole punched in the back of my bumper. Um, and this guy, the bo- he, he, like, hit me. It was, like, a new, like, Nissan Altima. And, I mean, my car, like, remember how I'm, like, I, I just can't. I'm not allowed to ha- own nice things. You can't. Like, when I got my uh, 2009 Beamer, like, five or six years ago, whatever it was, I owned that car, like, less than a year until I hit a pothole in it so bad that it bent two of my rims destroyed my front suspension in a way that like even after i got it fixed through insurance never drove the same way again yeah and again i used to have progressive insurance and those german cars they fucked everything so bad that i was like as soon as that claim cleared i just said fuck you guys and moved to geico i love geico i have geico's been great so we'll get back to that in a second but yeah the same shit like while my car was at their dealer like, to get fixed with the Beamer. Like, they didn't even have the, the right tools to fix it. It got hit while it was in the lot, and they took no responsibility for it. Mm. Like, insane shit. So, Progressive is the absolute fucking worst. Progressive, this is, this you're on notice. This is the stands that we take on this podcast. Yeah, this we're an, an anti-progressive. anti-progressive insurance. Flow can get fucked. Yo, Progressive, uh, be more like your name and... <laughs> 
more liberal i don't know what the fuck so, <laughs> so yeah, this, this flo comes out and she's like i'm voting for elizabeth warren <laughs> it's canon flo is an elizabeth warren liberal <laughs> so <sighs> the guy who hits me is this like young 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 dude um he doesn't know what the fuck's going on he's got his mom on facetime and his he's like his mom is like i want to speak to him and she's like, she immediately's like, uh, you know, uh, it's usually better to not, in, you know, include insurance and and deal with insurers and just take your car to get a quote and then you know let us know and we could pay. And I'm like, fuck no! Like if my back is fucked up, like yeah, we're going through insurance. Like yeah. I'm not dealing with this like real sketch shit out the side. Like you know. I just don't trust anyone. I don't trust the insurance either, but I just I mean like, no, but at least like insurance somewhat has some kind of guidelines that they're held to. When I was 17, I hit this woman's car. It wasn't that bad. It was like a rainy day. I like crunched the side of her car pretty bad, but uh-huh. like she was fine. Um so she sued my insurance company like twice. And then she came after me in like a civil suit. Wow. And honestly, it radicalized me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we'll, that's kind of what I'm hinting at, actually. So, yeah. dude hit me. Uh, it was actually funny. I called the police. Yeah, I'm a cop caller. <laughs> I didn't. Cancel. <laughs> um, but it was funny. I actually called. Wait, there the, wasn't like a community member? There wasn't a social worker? <laughs> there that wasn't you could a call? social worker uh, to stand by. An armed social worker? <laughs> Armed social worker actually sounds kind of cool. It sounds sick. (laughs) So I call the non-emergency line and they're like, what the fuck? Call 911. (laughs) They're like, we can't dispatch cards from here. And I'm like, what? So then I call 911. It's actually really weird. So like the intersection where I was, it was literally the, the the city line of Jersey City, Union City, and Hoboken. So, like, even giving someone an address, because it was the end of 14th Street, the end, and also the beginning and the end of Manhattan Ave and South Wing Viaduct. <laughs> so, like, so actually, basically I th- what you're saying is you were at the nexus of the universe. Yes. I had to, uh, I had to literally give them, like, um, lo- like longitudinal <laughs> coordinates. <laughs> Like, I, I'm pulling up the sat nav right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, fucking the cop came, showed up. He could give no fucks. Like, he didn't give a shit. He was just he like, just he didn't even ask, like, you. what happened. Yeah. Uh, so, whatever. I get back. I'm finally, like, I get back in my car. I take all the kids' information. Um,. I drive back home and get, like, shit rolling. I call Geico, and the way it works is, um, I'm sure people probably know, but this is all new for me. But Geico is like, okay, since you're not at fault, um, we can close our claim with Geico. and or, or, so, okay, it's not your fault, so you have the option of going through us, opening a claim, paying your deductible, and then we go after them to get your money back, essentially, and to cover the, your costs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, but they're like, you know, your rates can go up because you opened a claim, no matter whose fault it was, because the system fucking sucks. Yep. You got to pay your deductible. Plus, New I Jersey, did... you probably pay out the ass. 
So yeah, and then you don't have uh, I don't have rental reimbursement on my account, mm. um, which is uh, an oversight. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was back when I was like li- still living home. I hadn't updated my policy in forever, uh, but, and my dad has like extra cars, whatever. So didn't think it was a uh, problem. But they're like, okay, well, since this is not your fault, you can actually go through their insurance, and <laughs> they should cover everything. Okay. Turns out, apparently, the minimum required liability insurance in New Jersey for uh, personal property damage is $5,000. Mm. And originally thinking, I'm like, oh, well, it's just like a bumper and whatever. Should be no problem. Um, we get it all set up. I take it to a body shop that's local. Um, they send out an adjuster. And it says, like, okay, the, the bumper's damaged, the bottom bumper's damaged, and, uh, like, the, the impact bar in the back needs to be replaced. And it was, like, $2,100. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we can set you up with a rental car. There's no rentals in existence in the area. Yeah. <laughs> they had to send me to North Bergen to go to a Hertz, which isn't even a company that they, like, deal with, like, contractually. It was a big fucking nightmare. I've had the Uber all over the place. I t- they pick up this garbage piece of shit ford fiesta because <laughs> they're like well your insurance co- the insurance only covers 23 dollars a day and we can give you this fiesta the car it's a 2019 it still has drum brakes love that like brakes Does it that have were- a cassette player <laughs> almost it, it literally <laughs> dr- so drum brakes are like a braking system that's like on my dad's 1968 El Camino like Mm. (laughs) this is like you know a 75 year old braking technology (laughs) on a new car nice car sucks so I picked the car up I'm mad at it whatever it drives like shit um and I can't even fit in it but I'm like fine I got a car I I drove a uh so when I went to Iceland we were supposed to get Land Rovers. Then we we got there and they were like, oh, yeah, sorry. We like overbooked. So here's a Ford Fiesta. So I had to <laughs> I had to have I had a to perfect have, uh, <laughs> overlanding car for the, the terrain. We went off roading with it with like me and then four other people. So we barely fit. One of the people was pregnant. Yeah, we had to literally put like luggage on our laps. Yeah, that's and insane. And I was just like driving and I still had like a small piece of luggage on me. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so I, I get the car. The car's at the shop. They send out an adjuster. Like it says $2,100. But they say if any of these repairs or your rental goes over the covered $5,000... You, we close our claim. You have to open it with your own insurance. And then they come at us for the money. And guess what fucking happens? Apparently, when they sent out the adjuster in the first place, they didn't have the bumper fully off yet. Oh, fuck. They sent out the adju- another adjuster the next day. Had the bumper off. Okay. Needs an upper bumper. It needs a lower bumper. It needs an exhaust. It needs a rear body panel. The floor is bent. And uh, it needs a cross-traffic uh, like collision sensor. So he hit you pretty hard, hey? Apparently. Wow. And, uh, yeah, they I didn't even get the final quote, but it's over $5,000. So this kind of little backstory now, uh, cycling back around what I was up to this weekend, I just started working with a new photography company where it's kind of like ZocDoc that I shoot with for doctors where... 
I give them my availability and they kind of book everything out for me, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's like an interesting concept. It's kind of like a tech startup. Um, and it was my first day. It was fucking, uh, so th- all this is happening and I'm like, I don't have a car. I need to get to these shoots. I need to do these things. So then I finally get a car. My first thing's in Hoboken. Everything in Hoboken is four hour parking max. So I have shoots all day. I can't run, uh, you know, I have like limited gaps. You can't go to the bathroom anywhere because everything's closed for coronavirus. There's like no public restrooms mm-hmm. on the planet. So like I'd have an hour break and I'd have to like drive home to use the bathroom. and right off the bat i get a parking ticket for a street sweeper there was no parking in the area i needed to be that didn't have street sweeping for Mm. the time i needed to park my car Mm. so right off the bat 50 dollar ticket then i drive home to use the bathroom i come back i repark i it took me an hour to find parking holy shit um oh so yeah i go home and i'm like okay i have like 90 minutes to eat lunch and just relax and and clean up and because it's been hot as shit and like rainy and garbage and i'm just like a mess so i'm like finally have a chance to relax i get a call from progressive oh your new uh your new estimate is in it's beyond our covered five thousand dollars you need to return your rental car tonight or you'll be paying for it like the guy was such a piece of shit so like and dealing with progressive Oh, that's what I should say. Progressive was this guy's insurer. And like, I was reminded very quickly why I dropped them. Yeah. Like progressive sucks. If you're their client, if you're not their client, like they don't, like they don't give a fuck, you know, fuck you. So literally they're just like, it's not a problem anymore. You need to return our rental car tonight or else you'll be charged. Um, and I'm like, I don't have any time for this. Like I'm busy all day today. I'm um, busy all day yesterday, and it was like so much information that I then needed to get a on the phone with Geico. Mm-hmm. They need to open up their own claim. They need to send their own adjuster. Um, and I don't like physically have the time to process the information. Like literally, nothing has gone on in my life for the last five months, and the one weekend where like my life is back in order, I have no time to deal with this like horrible <laughs> life altering situation. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of, um, do you remember, did I ever tell the story about, like, when I had to move out of my upstairs apartment? Yes, on um, the podcast, actually, yeah. Where, like, they had someone show up with a suitcase to look yeah. at, the, like, move in that night. Yeah. That was me starting, like, my second day of work at the camera shop at the time. And the night before, I'm moving my television down the stairs at 11 o'clock at night. You know? (laughs) It was, like, the same deal. Like, some big, like, life thing is happening and, like, everything else is crumbling around it. Yeah. So, that's what was going on. Well, that was, like, me with my last job. It was, like, when I had my interview, I, I literally flew to New York from Chicago and I had two hours of sleep. Because my flight kept getting canceled because O'Hare is the worst fucking airport in the world. And then, like, when I did my home assignment for them, I had a concussion. And then, like, the night before I had my, like, new, my new hire, um, like, I had to do a presentation for everyone. And I was Mm -hmm. up working on it. And then, like, my toilet just started shooting water everywhere. (laughs) It was just like... Yeah. Come on now. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's been... It was just like a fucking night. So now, like, I still have the rental car. They told me I can, like, hold on to it for the current rate. You can but have I asked, a little like, rental car as a treat. 
as a, yeah, literal little little rental car as a as a punishment. <laughs> um, yeah. Now I'm just waiting to get like because it you know it doesn't have it's got New York plates and it doesn't have like a a Jersey City like parking permit tag and I'm just waiting to get one of those tickets. You yeah. know. Um. So. Yeah. So all this bullshit. And now, like, I have to go through my insurance anyway, and now I need to pay the rental car out of pocket. Um, I have no idea when my car can be fixed. I don't know if they send an adjuster out yet. And I need to pay the $500 deductible. And now, like, something that was 100% by Progressive rated as not my fault is now my problem, you know? And sucks. Yeah, and it's, again, it's like the fucking floor is bent. They're going to have to re-straighten my car, like... Again, my car is less than a year old. Like, it's just, yeah. uh, I'm not allowed to have nice things. And mm-hmm. it's just been, like, I still don't know what the deal is. Here's and the, it's, at least your car didn't get leveled by a tank. <laughs> like David Koresh's El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if we're looking at the upside. but Could be worse. It all comes back to David Koresh. <laughs> it really does. But, this is the David Koresh podcast. But yeah, it it's just been... An absolute nightmare. And again, it's like, and, and it's so funny driving this little fucking Fiesta. Like, it makes my Hyundai feel like I'm back in the Beamer again. Like, it feels like a true luxury car. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know when it's going to end or begin. I'm supposed That's to, like. such a, like, like, when we were in high school, I feel like every bassist in a band would be, like, Riding their mom's old Fiesta. Like, that's what kind of <laughs> car that is. They'd somehow fit a bass amp and, like, two people in the back. Oh, back when I was in my band, I drove a 96 Firebird. And we fit, like, six people in that car. It's a four-seat car. <laughs> and it doesn't really have a trunk. It has, like, a it has like a trunk recess and then, like, a bubble back kind of window ledge. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we fit, like, six people and, like, four guitars in that car before. We, when we first started doing the band, we fit a lot of people into my 1992 Buick Skylark. But then I started driving a, uh, whatchamacallit, a Ford Explorer, and it was, like, better, better than the white vans that everyone would drive around (laughs) in, because you go off-road. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I toured the country in a Dodge Caravan. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> with no trailer <laughs> so you know it's all it's all possible but yeah so that that's been a shame but yeah actually it feels super weird work like taking pictures again of like people and so this is actually like a very interesting psychological thing that i experienced recently so these last two days have been um my first day back photographing people and like having to wear a mask and uh, I normally wear, like, a bandana. If you fold down the top two layers, it doesn't fog up your glasses, which is great. Honestly, like, having a beard wearing, like, a standard over-your-mouth mask mm-hmm. is miserable. Because you can't, like, hook it under your chin. Yeah. So, like, when you talk, it just, like, rides up and then, yeah. like, <laughs> goes, like, under into my eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, I need, like, a serious beard trim anyway. But it's just it, – it just doesn't fit right. And so the bandana has been, like, a nice, you know um, – solution to that for anyone out there with beards that are having the same issues yeah bandana's the way to go but what's really interesting i never realized how much 
of like me expelling my own energy onto the people I'm photographing is important. Oh yeah. Cuz normally like I usually have a big smile on my face. Um and you're pushing that kind of happy energy. You're kind of mirroring what you want the client to be doing. You got to draw a smiley face on your mask. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually suggested those like clear masks for like people oh, yeah. who are working with like developmentally disabled people for like the who need like facial aspect. cues. Yeah. But that's like also terrifying. So <laughs> um, Or just print yourself smiling. Oh, or, do one of those or, or get the Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh no. <laughs> the lip biting. Biting the lip. Oh no. <laughs> so then they're like, ooh, sexual. <laughs> oh God. Sexual vibes. Oh no. Uh that's it that's truly so unsettling that photo. It's um, the worst. It's someone so, someone made a flashlight out of it. Oh, n- uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, why did I know exactly what that looked like? <laughs> I know, I know. It's just ugh. So yeah, it's it's been like a very so not only that, so the way it works is there's 30 minute sessions. So I'm literally like kind of having to turn that on. Yeah, that's that not a lot of time to get them warmed up. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I work really fast because I've been doing this a long time. So I'm yeah. used to dealing with people and like it's kind of like doing wedding formals, you know, uh, yeah, I guess but that's like true. in a quick. So I usually work pretty quick and I usually actually we have we kind of like run out of things to do before the 30 minutes is up. Um, Because, like, yeah, I'll go through like six different setups in like 20 minutes, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm very lucky that I can talk to people very easily and I, I, I'm, I know how to direct people and pose people, especially people who aren't, you know, a good example is like I do the doctor photography stuff. And if you want someone who looks uncomfortable in front of a camera as a fucking doctor, especially an old one. And <laughs> uh, number one, like doctors don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> yeah. So and they're not used to it. And then number two, when doctors aren't doing doctor shit, like, they're just, like, stiff as a goddamn board, you know? Unless it's Fauci. Oh, he knows what to do in front of a camera. (laughs) He knows how to work a camera. (laughs) But, uh, you know, so... Sexiest man alive. That's the thing with a wedding, though, is you kind of have that time to build the rapport. Like, that's kind of what I like about a wedding. It's a very accelerated relationship process where you kind of are a stranger in the beginning, especially if I'm, like second shooting for a photographer uh you know someone else so like they've met with the client beforehand but it's me yeah. the first time well that was like my to- thing whenever i when i shot weddings i would get to know them and meet with them like yeah monthly for yep. like six to 12 months so i always had a pretty good rapport with them yeah yeah but like when i'm doing a lot of second shooting stuff with the the, the guy i do a lot of work with you know, they he's met with them a number of times before, but for me, it's my first interaction. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've literally shot weddings where I, I literally knew the groom's name and had an address, and that was, like, all the info yeah. I had. Yeah. And, um, you know, we... But you kind of... What's so cool is, like, you build this relationship with them, and you build their trust and their comfort level, and then, you know, by the end of the night, like, you're getting dragged onto the dance floor by, like, the drunk aunt. You know? Yeah. Like, it's such a really cool sociological kind of experiment and that's kind of why like i really love sociology and psychology that's kind of like what i probably should have gone to school for yeah but being able to like apply that in my photo like life is cool Mm -hmm. but this is like you're trying to do that in 30 minutes i'd had nine sessions on friday and 11 yesterday wow like it takes it out of you and i'm I'm an extrovert for the most part 
Uh, I feel like as I get older, I've been a little more introverted or needed a more like alone time, but you know, just having to put that on and then without having like a smile to like, I have a nice smile. Uh, you know, I'm not going (laughs) to deny that, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of eye and eyebrow work, you know, (laughs) working overtime. You got to smize. I got to smize. I need Coco Roca to give me the, give me the, the pose points. She's a hack. Is she? No, she's a legend. No, 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 no. How would you know? Have you met her? I know. I met her. She, she's right here. She's <laughs> she's actually yeah. She spent the night. <laughs> she's just she's like over in the corner and she's like she's just doing the one frame that every time the shutter clicks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that everyone listening could could see what we just. <laughs> I mean, just go on Kokoroka's Instagram. But yeah, the, our our hand motions in the video chat were very. <laughs> Very descriptive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just it's just been a lot of fucking stress. And then, uh, like I said, the last two days, it's just been like 11 hours. It's like literally just like shooting a day's wedding, if not more. Mm-hmm. And I also have to edit like 5,000 photos. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's just a lot to like all get back to at once after not doing it for five yeah. months. It's definitely a, a, a really thrown in the trenches refresher, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, my car's still fucked, and I don't know when it will be unfucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just more shit to deal with. And now my landlord wants to like boot us out of the house in the middle of a pandemic. So, Ugh, yeah, a lot of fun. So, speaking of a lot of fun, <laughs> let's throw that. Let's throw this ball over to you, and uh, and and you can fill us in on the wild garbage that you put up with it might have been worse than yours honestly i think the trauma of a fresh car accident might level it out a little bit but on a personal level but i mean you've experienced Uh, i so i had my just roll into it yeah my identity stolen again again i don't know how this has happened it's happened to you like three times in the last year you gotta get off the dark web well it's you gotta you gotta get off that silk road when i was talking to you i realized i counted the two times that my credit card was skimmed at the same wawa but then i didn't count when it happened with my pay my paypal oh the paypal one was fucked and then the starbucks one too that was the paypal one oh gotcha okay but uh, oh my god yeah like yeah you gotta get off you gotta stop buying uh (laughs) research chemicals off the dark web <laughs> <laughs> i gotta start uh doing all my questionable shopping on wayfair mm, if you know there we I go mean. um but yeah so i uh <laughs> i'm like I where, don't where, to know begin. where to begin yeah there's yeah. just so much so because my identity was stolen thankfully i never use credit cards so i don't have a very high credit limit um which meant that like they only got like fifteen hundred dollars uh but it sucks because i went from like no credit utilization to like full credit utilization yeah which sunk my credit score just enough for them to be like okay any change in your credit score is like a no-go when you're going through underwriting yeah but and also, weren't you supposed to technically be in Colorado like right now? I was supposed to be in Colorado right now. But then the sale of the house also, whether or not my like underwriting got fucked up because of this, the seller was like, yeah, I think I'm just not going to sell anymore. And I was like, what? yeah. So what? After yeah. like how many months of looking at this place? Yeah. So wow. that was fun. 
Um, it's okay because I hopefully I'm going there next weekend and there's a few places that I really like that I'm going to go check out. But um, yeah, so that happened and then my grandfather died. <laughs> and, <laughs> On top of all that. And, um, Your credit that, score was keeping him alive and yeah. then that was tanked and then he was just not far behind. Yeah. And then. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to ignore that. Um, and like I said, it was like. Obviously, he was super old, but it's still sad. He was the first of my grandparents to pass away. Mm, yeah, that's definitely so, rough. Yeah, and he was, like, one of my favorites. Um, so, it was sad. Uh, he he was in, like, he, he, I mean, obviously, like, old people are constantly in pain. So, he's not in pain anymore. So, that's good. But on the way back from the wake, I got a flat tire. Oh, my God. And basically, <laughs> like, I don't, we, I feel like we've talked about enough car well, we've Could. both historically, well, not me up in, you know, the last like seven months of my car ownership has been remarkably flawless for the yeah. most part, which was the whole reason of me <clears throat> buying my first new car to just not have to worry about car problems anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, related to you, also me getting rid of German cars. Yeah. <laughs> because of uh, the headache that it is to keep them maintained. Yeah. I mean, so... But yeah, I we we had like thirty minutes of car discussion, so I'm not going to get into my car. Basically, well, long story short, you got a nail short, in your tire, right? I got a nail in my tire, which is at the, the minimum, easiest thing to fix. You patch exactly. It's like a thirty five dollar patch. Um, basically, it turned into because I asked Brendan to help me with it because I just had too much going on. So he just yeah. took it to Pet Boys, which isn't my favorite, but it's like the only <laughs> place within walking distance. Gotcha. Um, so he took it there. Basically, they held it captive for two days and told me I wouldn't get it until Saturday, which was a no go because the funeral was on Friday. Yeah. Um, and they were I was like, why couldn't you just patch it? It takes 15 minutes. And they were like, no, we had to get you a new tire. So this like $15 fix turned into like a $300 fix. Jesus Christ. Uh, so I freaked out a little bit. I got slapped with a lifetime ban from every Pet Boys. <laughs> Is this our first have a nice life <laughs> lifetime ban? Yeah. Have a nice lifetime ban. <laughs> yeah, but I was like pet boys of all places. Yeah, I mean that not like a big loss, truly, but no, also no. hilarious that it's pet boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I was scrambling because it was Thursday night, and I needed like everything closes at like five p.m. now because of oh COVID. My God. Yeah. Um. So I was like calling every tire place within like a five mile radius, which five miles is a lot in Philly. Um, Mavis Discount Tires in Bridesburg actually fixed it for free. What? Because I, I was crying when I called them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you live in Philly and you need tires, shit, Mavis Discount Tires. I have to the, leave them a really good review. The Have a Nice Life. Uh premium stamp of approval <laughs> yeah for the tires um but yeah it was uh i did have a great moment because it was it was a shitty week it was a really shitty yeah. week I, both of us were just fucking through the ringer i feel yeah and then so so the, after so the, the funeral we went to my uh like my aunt and uncle's house for yeah. just like a lunch or whatever my cousins were doing shots of fireball and i was like i don't think I really fit in with this family. Yeah, I feel like that <laughs> isn't going to make anything better. No. <laughs> One of my cousins had to get an Uber from the funeral because she was too drunk to drive home. 
Yeah, I was a little worried about you driving home, to be honest. Oh, I had like a glass of wine. That was it. Oh, because you were like, I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, that was the wake. Oh, okay. I got drunk but at yeah, the wake. But yeah, but then you got the... Yeah, you still drove home from that, but... Yeah. So I was worried about you a little bit. That's also, that's how I read all your texts. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like that. I know, but to me, you do. Um, But anyway, so I parked my car and I was getting out to go into my aunt and uncle's house. And this woman, she looked like Hulk Hogan. She had like tan <laughs> skin and like silky blonde hair. Just pure bleached blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Where like it's hot, always so strange hot dog when, skin. when like, a, like a white person's skin tone is darker than their hair. You yeah. know, yeah. no matter what shade it is. Yeah, it's super weird. It's like that picture of that like blogger woman I sent you that someone from black Twitter was like, what race is this? Well, that was uh, that's actually so uh, like Lana Del Rey got her hair like super mom bleach shrieks and stuff. Lana and that was live, like, laugh, love Del Rey. Yeah. And she that wears was, sketchers like, now. Oh, my God. She's a mess. Uh, dating a cop ruined her. <laughs> So, I'm not telling my story. Oh, okay, keep going. I was I was just gonna talk about like the whole weird of like the that like Auburn bleach style mixed with like heavy tanning of like the mid two thousands. Yeah, she and looked everyone, like everyone's she, hair just blended directly into their skin tone. <laughs> she looked like a not as shiny version of Tan Mom. Oh my god! So she like she like comes like she comes power walking by in her like bike shorts. Yeah, and she was like. Oh, what's going on here? Is it like a party? Like a wedding? Can I come? And I was like, it's a funeral. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have invited her. <laughs> I don't know. I should have been like, do you, do you still want to come, Patty? She looks like a Patty. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so but uh, she. <sighs> so that made my day that Did I got to like, and, uh, I, I like, I ruined this woman. Like she was just like, like she, like she could not get away from me fast enough. You just leveled her. That's so good. Yeah. Did you get up on the mic and sing uh Friday night by Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I, my sister and I were watching that in the car on the way to the cemetery. <laughs> Wait, my, really? My mother was like, what are you doing? Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we were watching it. My sister, by the way, so uh, I was raised Catholic until we converted, uh, but my brother and sister don't really remember the Catholic Church at all. So we're sitting there during the mass, and they're like confused as fuck. Like we're sitting, we're standing, we're signing the cross, peace be with you, and like with you and your spirit and shit. <laughs> like you know, yeah, uh, the whole, the whole spiel. So my sister, the reformed bitch, we're taking communion, and she just like doesn't want to get up. She's just like, she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And then I like sat down and I was like, what? I was like, why didn't you want to do it? And she's like, I'm not taking a papal communion. (laughs) (laughs) What a statement to make. I was like, okay, (laughs) the world is on fire at your grandfather's funeral and you're going to die on this weird hill. All the. All the former church kids who are listening to this podcast will get why that's funny. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm just only on the fringes. Like, what I know yeah. about the Catholic Church is what I've experienced, like, shooting Catholic weddings. Yeah. It's um, basically, it's very similar to a Catholic funeral. It's like, you sit up, you stand down, you pray. The preacher gets up and says something. It's really funny, too, because the preacher or the priest or whatever, um, he was from 
Columbia and he was really hot, which is, I feel like I can't say that because he was a priest. Mm, Colombian men just know how to make them. <laughs> but uh, he was, <laughs> so my mom is one of 14 kids and he was like, you know, just like pronouncing all the kids' names wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like my mother's 14 name. kids though? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Well, they, so my great parents got married when they were 17 years old. They went on Damn, a Damn, they'd they, be canceled. Right? <laughs> they went on a date to see the movie Cheaper by the Dozen, the original one. What and if it was the movie of the, the train coming at the screen that everyone... <laughs> 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 everyone rushes out of the theater because they thought they are going to get hit by a train. <laughs> and that's where they met outside after but, experiencing trauma. <laughs> they yeah. trauma bonded. I really <laughs> love this story about my grandparents, though. So they went to see Cheaper by the Dozen. And uh, they were like, that's what we want. We want 12 kids, which I think is dope to just be like, this is what we're going with and then just do uh, it. I feel like I get they my seem, they seem unwell. <laughs> I feel like I get my tenacity from them. No, like I made me want a big family. Like I've always wanted a big family. I don't think 12 kids. But so my mom was number 12. Oh, wow. And then because they're Catholic, no birth control. So. <laughs> They had another one, and then my grandmother's also very superstitious, and she was like, we can't have 13 kids. So they had one more. (laughs) They had what? They had one more. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, 14 children. Okay, 14 children. Did they they live on a... On a on a summer camp, like where the fuck do you house fourteen children? Their home was actually really small. It had one bathroom. This is just getting worse and worse. Yeah. So, uh, my I mean, my mom's a very well adjusted person. So, did they live on the Mar- <laughs> the Mount Carmel Ranch? <laughs> like, <laughs> did they sleep in in like four high bunk beds, like on a on a marine, like a a navy ship? I mean, like obviously the kids like weren't all living in the house at the same time because there's like probably like the one was moving out by the time like the younger ones were what are what are like the gaps are they like irish twins there's one set of real twins okay and then i think i think okay so my mom is 52 i think my uncle who's the youngest is in his late 40s and i think the oldest is maybe in his 60s. That's so they still were super close together. They were all born super close together, but I mean, you have to if you're going to have that many kids. Yeah. Like the fertility but, okay, window so is only so big. Here's the insane part. So, 14 kids, 34 grandkids, 39 mm. great-grandkids, and one great-great-grandchild. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Family How many people were at this funeral? <laughs> a lot. One of my... Wow. There was like one point. I like fucking lost it. I was like sobbing because all the kids went around the casket before they took it away. So I was like the only saving grace for this moment to keep me from absolutely losing it was because... I was like crying and I look up again at my cousin. She's in like heels and she's doing that like little run that you do when you're uncoordinated and you wear high heels. And then she just like pulls her phone out and she takes a picture. You like hear it do the like the camera shutter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, what also, what psychopath has the sound on in their phone? And I don't in the year know. 2020. I don't know. And then I like looked later and she like put it on her Instagram story with like a gif of like an angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're, that's the thing is like, that's the every time I say this, my mom gets really mad. But that's the trashy side of the family. <laughs> like all my cousins were wearing like polyester like skin tight black dresses Where, wearing the bandage <laughs> dress to the the funeral <laughs> like the knockoff Hervé <laughs> they, they bought it at Deb the night before <laughs> and then like those like ubiquitous like thick ankle strap sandals oh man yeah that's so funny yeah <laughs> All right, maybe they're looking to you know meet someone yeah at the funeral yeah Oh my god, that yeah. I mean, like, so I will that's say, just like, your one mom's. Of the, yeah, that's just my mom's. So, side. like, does your dad's side have a, a big family too? Uh, no. So my dad had. Uh, there's three kids on that side. Okay. Yeah. And then so like, there's three of us, and then both of my aunts had two kids each. Okay. Yeah, I feel like. Because my family's not that big at all. Like, my father's side is, I mean, they're mostly German, not known for having a ton of kids. Yeah, see, um, we're, we're Mediterranean. We just well, I mean, my other side out. of my family is Italian. And, you know, it's same deal. Like, my mom has two brothers. And, you know, one's not married. One uh, has three kids. Like, nothing crazy. And, of course, a lot of us are like, creative, so none of us are. <laughs> like married yeah. or have kids um it's yeah we we don't have like a huge family even if you like merged both sides um especially yeah the bassini side of things is pretty pretty mild um i'm just like laughing thinking about like an immigrant family and they're like watching cheaper by the dozen and they're like oh this is how to be american have 14 <laughs> children <laughs> yeah it's it's just like i can't fucking imagine i don't know that just being in a house with that many children alone is like a nightmare scenario. Yeah. yeah. That is something uh, interesting with working with this new company. So I actually, in the last couple of days, kind of had to venture into maternity photos, child photos, and like pet portraits. Oh my God. And luckily I'm like a confident enough photographer to like make it happen. But th- those are like, I mean, pet portraits seem pretty cool. Uh, dogs, yeah. dogs seem to really like me. But yeah, dealing like with children and things like that—it's—it's it's a side of me that I might not even show the the general public. <laughs> You'll have to yeah. find the app that I the the company I shoot for and uh, and and catch me on a lottery <laughs> to get your maternity photos out of me. But also maybe if I get desperate enough, who knows? I could do anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's. Fucking 14 kids. God damn. I can't get over that number. Like it's it's yeah. like truly like staggering to me. I can't imagine. How yeah. did, what what did they do that they could feed and house that many uh people? Also, what for your mom? Like what was it like having that many siblings? Are they all close? Did someone like move uh, away to Europe and never return? Like No, they all I feel like statistically you fall into like so many different like statistically, like someone in your family is like something. Like there's got to be one that's gay for sure. <laughs> like no one's gay that you know of. That I know of. Uh, 
there's been a lot of like ugly divorces. Okay, I feel like that's not specific to. There's been there's obviously like a bad apple here or there, but. Well, they're all doing shots of fireballs, so right off the bat, they're yeah <laughs> crossed off my board. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I have some cousins who have like the northeast Philly, like Caesar haircut kind of bros. Nice, which, nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I really don't like. Uh, I'm actually kind of the black sheep because I'm like very successful, and I'm like not saying that to be snooty. I'm like statistically doing well. Yeah, and, like, the rest of them, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, like, I went to go see my grandparents in the winter, and my grandmother was like, I'm just so proud of you. You have a career. You're living in New York. You don't have any illegitimate children. Like, that's literally what she said to me. Those are the stakes. So, I think that that basically sums it up. All right. I mean, that's that's a pretty fair success, you know, document, you know checklist there yeah like i love my cousins i love my family but if you want to like to get like a it's like a lot of like drywallers in my family that's fair and like uh, tradesmen of, very yeah, important of these course times. They, they make a lot of money yeah my yeah. uh my uncle is a carpenter uh yeah. union carpenter my other uncle is a union electrician so. yeah so i would say like that's sort of like if you're if you're like a male on that side of the family, you're like a drywaller. If you're a female, you're one of the like women that works as like a receptionist at a doctor's office and has really long nails. Nice. Yeah. That click clack sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the like the tapping on the phone screen. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Like it was it was a pain because my family, like they I, I don't like I obviously I don't think I'm better than them. But I think they all think that I think I am because I have like a white collar job. So they would like ask me to explain what I do. And I just didn't know how to explain it. I mean, I don't even truly understand what you do. (laughs) Like anyone who doesn't work (laughs) in the exact sphere that you do won't understand what you do. I think people who are in your sphere probably also don't understand. (laughs) Like it's such a a woo woo kind of tech. To like job it's i mean good for you but uh it's not like a job that translates into like human english yeah I <laughs> only mean, techno jargon yeah yeah but oh man so <laughs> this is actually an, a funny transition but something i was i had like a random thought last night and, and sent it to you so you said that side of the family is a little you know more blue collar do you think they've ever purchased an erotic cake how's that for a transition (laughs) oh my god i don't even know what i feel like that's something of that demographic is for an erotic cake i feel like it's certainly of the generation previous to us you know more of a a gen x kind of thing i feel like it might even be a boomer thing it probably is but okay so this is something i like remembered existed because i've been rewatching the simpsons lately and one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes, like, Homer goes into, like, the third dimension and then ends up in, like, real life at one point, And he walks into an erotic bakery. And it reminded me that, like, erotic cakes is, like, an industry among itself. It was really disturbing, the the link that you sent me. Especially oh, yeah, because the I one then uh, Googled, had, like, like, where are the erotic cakes in my area? 
and yeah, some of one, them are it was are like, like aberrant. It's pretty. It was a dick with like chocolate fondant on it. I'm surprised they didn't add veins. I feel like that was an oversight. But it was <laughs> it was like it was jizzing. Yeah, they, they, a lot of like weird, uh, like very puffy vaginas, and a lot of like really weird like uncircumcised dicks with cum frosting. <laughs> But then there was also yeah the the soccer ball tits that was the was g- another one. Ugh. Did you see the one? It was like it was literally like a, a giant dick, and it just said like "Happy 18th birthday, Michelle." <laughs> it's like imagine buying that for your 18 year old daughter. I think it says Michael. Well, it's M I. It's like partially cut off. Uh, I like this one. Maybe that- it's maybe it's Michelle, and it's a it's a Frenchman. <laughs> I. Th- because I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it just says Michael. It's, you said it's it as, cut your, off. as your phone background. It's very I did. strange. I really like this one. It's a pink cake. Uh, there's two balls. But then there's a dick, which is very bulbous and short. It showed, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it just says, blow me. And it looks like there's like sprinkles or jimmies that are supposed to be like pubic hairs. But they're not on the balls. They're just around them. With a few <laughs> errant ones on them. And it's like, it's jizzing on itself. Like, there's jizz, like, coming out of it and landing back on the balls, which I guess is like... It's poor planning. To the... <laughs> to, from whence you came. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I just actually had the, the worst... Oh, you're sh- oh my- that's a terrible cake it's so it's bad it's a really bad but cake. i just like why would this be the one to like advertise so- why is it oh the my one god that you choose i'm i'm looking at my other things on my like podcast subject list that i keep throughout the week and uh two just crossed over in, in a way that i'm actually like afraid to even mention but um we never actually talked about it on the podcast remember like a few weeks ago the everything is cake scandal we're just hyper realistic cakes that are shaped like things that aren't cake shaped my favorite thing was where are the erotic bakers there though like i want to see a photorealistic fondant dick that is then cut into in a in a weird pain olympics sort of way well that was a (laughs) really funny meme that came out of the cake thing someone got a picture of john bobbitt like during (sighs) during the trial and he was like she wanted to see if it was cake Oh, and then, God. of course, that led me to the Timothy McVeigh post bombing and the building uh, was cake. <laughs> of course, it always goes there with you. Um, but yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the uh, the photorealistic cake market has yet to cross over into the the less, um, I guess, pompous world of erotic cakes. But once Why those two cross all- over, we're in we're in trouble. Why do they all have to be coming? I mean, what else? would it be better if it was peeing? It would be better if there was nothing coming out of it. <laughs> there would be better if there wasn't a cake shaped like a dick, I think is the true goal here. I think that's asking too much. It's asking too much to just have them simply not exist. Y- you sound like you're kink shaming right now. <laughs> I'm literally yucking someone's yum. Uh, and this now actually, I know what kind of cake to get you for your birthday, um, and no I know cake. where cakes, to get it too. Honestly, the thing is, cakes suck. Like cakes. What if are the, you? What if you cut? Get into, me an ice cream, sh- uh, 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 ice cream cake in the shape of a dick, and then I'll eat it. What if you cut into a normal looking cake, but it's like not a cake? <laughs> if it just starts bleeding. Yeah. 
it starts screaming. <laughs> it looks like a cake, but it's actually like a, a cow heart. <laughs> uh, so uh, lately, I've been doing this thing. Uh, so we've talked about I do like online, like pub trivia online with like my group of friends, and it's our way to like keep in touch with each other over the course of quarantine. Mm-hmm. We've been killing it again. Our, our Thursday nights, we've been racking up uh, twenty five dollar gift certificates to this like one restaurant in Astoria. Mm-hmm. And we're just waiting to get like $125 saved up just to like eat all their calamari and get really wasted. Calamari. But, but for so, normally for some reason, I'll, uh, I'll introduce my friends at the end of our call and like share my screen and show them like some like weird YouTube video or something like that. But uh, I introduced them last week to the truly horrific trend that was the adult cake smash. Do you remember that? Oh my god, I just watched the life drain from your eyes. I've never seen it and I was perfectly content. Oh no. To know, like to like Yeah. What, so okay, there so was there was like it? a weird Pinterest trend like a couple years ago where people were taking newborn photos, quote unquote, but for their like 30th birthday. So it'll be like them in like a onesie or like a cr- like a paper crown. I'm looking this up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's truly. Let me see if I can actually find it in my text thread while I talk. Uh, oh, yeah. Some of these are real, God. real already on here. But I- I'm going to take a meme from black Twitter okay. and just say, you know who don't do that? <laughs> So I'm currently the about capacity to drop you a, of this a bunch of photos, um, but yeah, truly the most caucastic, straight from the laboratories of Doctor Yakub. <laughs> I can't wait to watch your face while these uh, texts pop in. But uh, I mean, I'm so, looking. Oh my God, there's this one woman, 432 months. Oh, oh my God, yeah. There's ones people like literally in there. Like I sent you like an influencer the other day who had like a true like princess themed 30th birthday or like a harry potter themed birthday (laughs) in your like mid 30s like get the fuck out of my face with that garbage but you see oh my god this one reads like one of those facebook shirts okay so for context for because i know we have a lot of subculture here people who listen yeah uh people like to have these like chalkboards with mm-hmm. like baby stats on them. That's like the baby's weight and the baby's yeah. like length. <laughs> so this width, one says girth. 40 Serena. Also, uh, okay, I'm going to get really elitist for a second. <laughs> As so, if we haven't been this whole time. <laughs> you're 40 years old. You splurged on this photo shoot. You're going to do Corbell. Yeah, I come noticed. On, I, I knew you were going to say now, that. The Corbel Rosé. Like, come on. That's You're 40 years old. Trashy. Bye. Like, treat yourself. Yeah. Like, sh- Also, she's licking her finger, but it's the middle finger. I, I think that's just her being edgy. Yeah. Okay, so. F- so, yeah, read the chalkboard 40, here. 40, Serena, age to perfection. I heart love. What? Dan- <laughs> <laughs> dancing. Bravo TV, queso. Queso. There's no context. And and helping people. Helping people. (laughs) I weigh none of your damn business. I am 62 inches tall. 
I have 32 teeth and I have the mouth of a sailor and the heart of a lion. Favorite food? Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this is probably the bitchiest thing I'm ever going to say. No, it's wearing She's wearing Betsy Johnson glitter sandals at 40. Of course. We need, these people need to be shamed. There's no public shame. So I'm going to read the next one I sent you, which is also, also the very same Corbel Rosé bottle of champagne or sparkling wine, I should say. Did Corbel... like sponsor this i it's corbell is that is that the people at the top have we discovered the, the illuminati <laughs> that's bringing this shame um Ugh. so this is this is kirsty and she's 71 or 71 she's 31 <laughs> she's 31 she's sitting in like what looks like a, a field off a of new jersey interstate <laughs> like She's just also, behind like, a bunch of gr- like the, brown grass and weeds. I also love that the photographer couldn't even be bothered to like fix the balloons in the background. They're that all they're like, backwards. Yeah, the one isn't. She has thirty one. I'm assuming three one balloons behind her. The three is backwards, and the one is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing like a tiny, tiny like headband crown. <laughs> uh, she has a, a weird like fondant ro- like pink rose cake. Uh, unopened bottle of Corbel Rosé, and uh, also has a chalkboard that says Kirsty thirty one. I have suspiciously only twenty eight teeth. I mean, isn't that <laughs> if you get your uh? Your I guess if she uh, took removed? her wisdom teeth out, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> height five six. Weight not ideal. She's skinny. Fuck you, Kirsty. Also, just like fucking own it. Yeah. Who cares? Um, I love naps. Being a mommy and shopping, I hate cleaning, dogs licking themselves, <laughs> and adulting. Okay, like, what how the- are you a mom if you're not good at being an adult, you bitch? Yeah, and also, how is dogs licking themselves something that's so apparent in your life as something you dislike <laughs> that it's in your top three? Like, truly, I mean, I... It's because it said my husband, but she had to change it. Oh, my God. I, you know, honestly, I I don't... Dogs licking themselves is totally fine with me. I wouldn't say it's in my top five favorites, but I also... It wouldn't fall anywhere on things I hate. Like, maybe, uh, you know, um, crime, police. (laughs) Poverty. (laughs) Poverty. (laughs) Human suffering. Genocide. (laughs) Nope. Cleaning, dogs licking themselves, and adulting. Top three with a bullet. Uh, and then re- when yeah. when I grow up, I want to be rich. I don't know. You're 31 and drinking Corbell. You're, that <laughs> ship has sailed, sweetie. <laughs> but then we fall into the, the more depressing world of the adult cake smash, which is also another like terrible Pinterest thing that came up a few years ago. I want to like I, I like I li- the picture of the man. Oh, like, it's so disturbing. I want to murder this person. No, he does not deserve to live at <laughs> he all. like, send him to a gulag. This is what the gulag is for. This is what the gulag has, was, yeah. <laughs> send him to Guantanamo. <laughs> Abu Ghraib. We, we have, throw a leather hood over this guy. <laughs> Someone needs to, re- like, recreate the Abu Ghraib. But he's, like, he's wearing this, like, duck-printed onesie, and he has cake on his face, and he's just, like... 
Do you remember that picture I photoshopped of the, the Abu Grave man cave? Yes. <laughs> Where the man, he has the cords light sign on the wall and he's standing on a PlayStation 3. <laughs> I got to dig that up and, and post yeah. it on the page. It's it's truly disturbing. Yeah. The microfiber couch is my favorite in the photo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I forget. Was it like the kind of couch that has like the, the like recliner and then like the cup holders? My sister has that couch. It needs that. <laughs> but yeah, this so, is this is aberrant. Like this is like like this this is more offensive to me than hardcore porn. <laughs> These people need help. Like so that yeah, it, so there was a trend of like people for like a child's first birthday is you buy them a nice cake and then they like eat it like a 1-year-old and they like stuff their face and they put their hands in it and it's like a it's like a whole stupid like Midwestern mom thing. Someone actually had me shoot a cake smash before and the kid just like didn't want anything to do. The kid like just like c- gently got like a <laughs> spoonful of icing and licked it. The and kid then took out like done. an actual like sterling silver pie cutter and and, 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 and <laughs> sectioned it off perfectly. The, uh, the music like do you remember the Verizon ringback tone? Yeah. Like. Uh, like the the orchestral one. Yep, yep. That played in the background. Did you ever have a ringback tone? I did. What was yours? Because I had one too. <laughs> when I had my T-Mobile sidekick. Uh, so mine was when I had my razor. It was uh, I forget what it's called. Hold on, let me find it. What was yours? Uh, mine was uh, Boys Night Out Dreaming. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's a good song. It, it got kind of old hearing it as my ringback tone for a long time, but. Uh, is it this one? No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> uh, what is, oh my God, I can't think of what it's called. Um, hold on. Let me look it up. Cause I could sing it, but I'm not going to. Uh, while you're doing that. Yeah. So basically these oh, other photos. Go. Oh, this you got it. One. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta play it for the. Oh, n- why? Because <laughs> they didn't have a lot of options for songs. So you got, like, was it Three Doors Down or whatever? Kryptonite, yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the adult cake smash thing, it's taking those one-year-old style photos and then being an, a, a full-grown adult person in a, in a onesie shoving cake in your face. It's like the equivalent of that blacksmith uh, balloons on a wall kind of guy bullshit, like, but three years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, this is maybe the worst one. Uh, Rachel, dirty 30, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait until you're 30 and we can recreate one of these. Can we have an adult adult cake smash podcast photo shoot? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Only with a only with an erotic cake. Um, oh my god! So this oh, what is... if you bought an erotic cake for a one year old's cake smash? Oh my god! <laughs> this is super weird. Uh, Facebook status will be happily married to Casey. I love family and friends. Yoshi, baking, running, books, Harry Potter. <laughs> I can't so see depressing. the rest. I can't see the rest of the sign, but Harry Potter adults can like honestly all get fucked. It's the worst. It's truly, truly terrible. I definitely developed a complex from the evangelical church, but it protected me from ever becoming like a Harry Potter 
person. Because <laughs> you were never allowed to read the, the forbidden tomes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my uh, God. You found more? Jackie Sue. Oh, no. Mm. Marcia. I love my kids, the Steelers, leggings, M&M's, and DDP. What's what's W? What's DDP? Diamond Dallas Page? That's the only DDP I know. I was like, double, double penetration? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, and also just smoking. That's something they love? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, me too, me too, but... Oh, boy. (laughs) A-A-A, smoke weed. Oh, there's one... Out of, I've been scrolling this since we started having the conversation, and I just happened upon the first black person doing it. Wow. Ugh. <sighs> yeah, now I'm exhausted now. <laughs> Should we get into some questions? Yeah. What do you think? I think we can do questions. Cool. Uh, I got a couple here. Okay. Uh, oh, so this is <laughs> very relatable, actually. Uh, so I posted a thing. It was just kind of like... Uh, since we both had some shit weeks, like post the, ask us questions or like things that make you want to break stuff with a picture of Fred Durst. And <laughs> someone said, someone hit my parked car and left. Nice. And uh, actually, I can very much relate to that. Uh, I had to go to court last year because um, I was sitting in my car during uh, like street sweeping. And this guy gets into his SUV in front of me. And just floors it into reverse into the front of my car while I'm sitting there. And I was, like, checking Instagram or something while I was waiting. And I literally had time to take photos of him leaving the scene of the accident. I think I remember that. It was, like, October. So it was not too long. When was it? I think I went to court around there. It wasn't... I didn't have my car for too much longer after that. But the guy... Luckily, there wasn't really any damage to my car. It bent up my license plate and shit. But... Uh, the dude floored it in reverse into my car and then peeled away. And, uh, I had his, you know, license plate and pictures of him leaving the scene. And I had to go to like actual court for him to like admit it. I didn't need anything from him, but apparently, uh, did you know like what an actual like hit and run with no personal injury fine is in Jersey city? No, it's like $106. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, it's like. Almost less than, like, a parking ticket here. Oh, my God. This You're sending me more. Okay. I got to read this one. Adult birth. Another 40-year-old. Okay. Perusha? Perusha. Uh, She's 40 years old. Holy shit. She has a lot of bottles of wine. Yeah. There's at least, I'm counting, like, six bottles of wine just in frame. That's the, that wine that she has is, like, very shitty wine. I mean, yeah, she had to buy. She has to have six bottles of it to to feel anything. <laughs> I stand five six. I weigh one hundred fifty pounds. I am a birth junkie. What? What is? Did she like giving birth? I don't. What? What is a birth junkie? That's so. Wait, 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 wait. Hobbies: doing ultrasounds on my pregnant friends. Oh my god! Is this like a fetish thing? Twenty-seven teeth. Why did why does the number of teeth keep going down? I'm getting concerned. <laughs> I love red wine in my sippy cup. If I catch any adult describe like using the word sippy cup, 
I fatwa. I mean, fatwa you were using the sippy cup when we started podcasting today. Yeah, because it's this stupid fucking eco-friendly piece of shit that like makes you leak <laughs> all over yourself. <laughs> I'm, like every time someone hands me a cup like this, it makes me want to go out and get a plastic straw and just stick it directly into a sea turtle. <laughs> Uh, in my sippy cup, a yummy Napa cab. Did you know I gave birth to a 10-pound baby with no drugs? Oh, that sounds like hell. I mean, I want to give natural birth. Uh, it's, why? It's just mm-hmm. a 10-pound baby. That She's like, she's torn up. Uh, favorite foods, green smoothies, Brussels sprouts, and chocolate. That's Weird. also very frightening occupation president of my is it babies or buddies heartbeat bear what i think it's babies heartbeat bear i don't know what that means is this person is this like translated through like like oh look she's got the same weird crown oh my god is this just like a kit you buy <laughs> is this just like someone's etsy shop that you buy like a whole <laughs> Adult birth, adult one-year-old birthday party. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna buy it all, and I'm gonna throw it into the ocean. <laughs> just so, just to eliminate the, just the existence. I'm gonna of buy. It. I'm gonna buy the rights to it too, and then just and just tank throw it. them into an incinerator, and yeah. just hit everyone with slap suits until everyone is broke yeah. and in poverty. Yeah, perfect. Oh my god, you do you have a question? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have lots of questions. Really? All right. Um, no, I, 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 told oh, just, the, I tell the same joke every week, and every week you're like, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm just excited about our, our fans reaching out. Assuming other countries ever open up their borders again, where would you guys want to go? Oh, my God. Fucking anywhere but here. I actually had <laughs> a lot of travel planned before COVID. Yeah. Like, I... You're, you're a globetrotter. Yeah, like I was, I had a trip, well, I had a trip planned that didn't end up working out for a different reason, but I was supposed to go to France in April, and then later this year, I was planning uh, a trip to Spain, Italy, and Morocco. Ooh, that would have been So cool. that's probably the first one I'm going to do, and then maybe also spend a few days in France. Uh, I also... This was the year I really wanted to go to Lebanon. Obviously, mm. that's not going to be happening. Actually, Lebanon's one of the few countries that has their border open to Americans. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you could still go. <laughs> I mean, the mountains, beautiful. Um, but yeah, so also I want to go back to Alberta. I, I used to go all the time and miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one that I wanted to do was road trip from like uh like see Machu Picchu and then do like a whole big like two week long road trip to Ushuaia. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a wild trip. Yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> I mean, uh I mentioned last week that the cruise we canceled and then it was actually officially canceled by Royal Caribbean. So I was supposed to go like to the Bahamas and the Caribbean and things like that. Um, this was also the year me and like the kind of crew I roll with through Fashion Week, we had all talked about going to Paris Fashion Week this year mm. for September, which would have been fucking awesome. I would love to do that. Gotta bring me. 
Yeah, you got, I'd, I've been there so many times. Give you the give yeah, you the I local the, I tour. The, I need the I need the local insider yeah. uh, info. But uh, so that was kind of like up in the air until all this happened too. Was like we were gonna get some. There were like some cheap tickets around March to get to Paris, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, obviously not not happening really. Yeah. I, well, there are some fashion weeks happening right now uh, in like some of the smaller like C. Um, you know, like the C and D level kind of fashion week cities, uh, in like, like things. <laughs> oh, I was going to say they're like Burlington, Vermont fashion week, <laughs> Philly fashion week, Philly fashion week is brutal, but, uh, yeah, no, there's some cool, like, uh, some like smaller European city fashion weeks and things that are still happening. Uh, and it's, it's weird to see the people I follow in that world who, you know, the rest of the, a lot of the world is able to kind of go back to what would be considered normal. And we're over here just fucking it up left and right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked about doing some, uh, you know, local travel, domestic travel. Um, we'll see if my car ever is returned to me and drives properly again. Uh, who knows? Then you so, come visit me. I would I would definitely come visit you. Yeah. So, And I want to go see Maine and things like that. But, yeah, yeah I mean, internationally, I just want to be fucking anywhere <laughs> you know so this this travel topic actually brings me back to one of my notes for the week which was uh-huh. that um have you ever been to disney world once but i was like 12 or 13 do you remember splash mountain yeah they're rebranding it right they're rebranding it but the big the big thing that happened this week was one of the logs sunk while there were people on it <laughs> And it didn't I mean, even like, make the news because that's how crazy it is now. I mean, I feel like the logs sinking, like the water's only like two feet deep. <laughs> but it's you know, like still you're like, in, it's like you're like in like a water slide essentially. But it's still like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I mean, the fact that Disney World is open in general and, and people are going is just like fucking give it a break. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's it's so stupid. Yeah. Um, here's a question that's kind of more like a statement. Uh, hear me out. What if extra toasty Cheez-Its became everyday its? And they were all extra toasty. Hot take. I, I don't I, like the extra toasty. I made a joke earlier in the week or last week. I don't remember what it was about putting cheese crackers in my mask. Okay. And a bunch of people got really upset about it. They were like, this is irresponsible. It makes the mask not make a difference. Like, you're making a joke of a pandemic. Who? All right. We. All right. This is something I I mention all the time, but we really got to get to the bare bones of this. Who the fuck are these people who are like, anything you do is some kind of like weird revolutionary uh, global upset? I think you have people yelling at you about your mask all the time. You have people like. Uh, fucking putting you on front street about just like making jokes about really mundane shit that isn't even a be- like offensive to the most normal of people. I think uh, it's because I am an attractive a, person. A public I, figure. I have a lot of money and people <laughs> just want a reason to hate me. I don't, I like you, you tell just me these things about that these you people hate who, me because I'm pretty and have a lot of money. Yeah. And <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I feel like it's just girls Philly, are petty. Philly is is ruined. It's just like we need to nuke that city and restart. Like every single time I see someone saying some weird bullshit, and they're all like. I live in West Philly, occupied Lenape land. It's like, then give them back the fucking land if you care that much. Like, <laughs> land acknowledgments don't really mean anything if you're not going to actually do something about it. Yeah, move back to, like, Mount Airy or something. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, that's literally... Go back to like, Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Like, I don't know. Especially, like... I don't know. Occupied this might be controversial. Yeah, it's like, come on now. Like... Just you're like okay by by me like saying this it absolves me yeah but it's like it like come on but now. you're not actually doing anything proactive it's five, all five, five, performative come on now. yeah performative bullshit uh yeah so what's your preference on cheeses <laughs> I like the white cheddar kind I like the white cheddar ones too yeah. I also I got uh, the pizzeria ones have been good. I, like it's whatever cheese its are available on like Prime Pantry at the time. I got queso fundido ones recently that were pretty good. Ugh. But yeah, the extra toasty not not my favorite. They're pretty good. They're they're all right. Uh, I I I think their their regular toasted level is just fine. I just got this is like the kind of question that I fucking hate. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I feel bad for saying that I hate it. How do you rock that body confidence and straight up channel OG curvy women, curvy lady asking? <sighs> like, it's kind I mean, of like people have the body that they have. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes being a healthy weight isn't necessarily skinny. Bold of you to assume I'm confident. This is this Shit. is this is after me saying that people hate me because I'm pretty. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, okay. So I'm gonna try to answer this. I the reason why I said that I hate questions like this is because I kind of feel like it does. Everyone's story is just so unique that like what works for me might come across as like impossible or like even offensive for other people um i guess i just kind of see it as like this is the only body i'm ever gonna have yeah might as well just like it and i i guess i i, I haven't been working out as much lately because i've been very depressed um but also just, like, figuring out, like, what you want and what you need. Like, properly nourish your body. Keep active. Um, I know, like, this is the most problematic take that I have. But I was terrified about losing weight during the pandemic. And everyone's like, normalize weight gain. And I'm like, you, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not hating on other people for gaining weight but for me i have bad anxiety about it because it's something i've struggled with my entire life and then i finally yeah. got to a place i was comfortable with and like part of that was like staying really active and like doing something super taxing on my body that i don't really get to do anymore and probably won't ever again at least for the next few years because i don't see like grappling and sparring is like being yeah. something that people are going to do anytime soon. So I don't know. It's just like, if you want to lose weight, don't let people feel bad about you. Like, don't let people make you feel bad about not being happy with your body. Like 
you know what works for you and fuck anyone who tries to like tell you like just get to where you're confident and comfortable like yeah that's, that's i mean all it's, i can say and you know everyone like i said you're kind of like natural body type or body weight it varies from person to person you know some people are just genetically you know hold the pounds a little different yeah um i mean there was a time like looking back on it like my like scene kid days back when it was cool to wear like you know women's jeans and i was wearing like a youth large t-shirt you know like a children's t-ball shirt from the thrift store Mm -hmm. like i looking back on it now it's like oh no i had like a like a mild eating disorder (laughs) like i i weighed like 175 pounds and uh i ate like a can of tuna a day like i would eat like one meal a day and I'm like, oh, no, that's not healthy. <laughs> like, I, since I was, like, 22 years old, I've probably put on close to 100 pounds. Oh, no, same. I'm a... Yeah. I, like, I think since from, like, my lowest weight, yeah, I'm probably up around, like, 80 from where I am. I was from there. Like... Yeah. I'm lucky that, I like, I wear my weight fairly well, I like to think. Most of mine is in my tits and my ass. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, not too much. Same. Same. No. Uh, but you yeah. You got that Zuck butt. <laughs> Some people were really upset by that image I posted. <laughs> <laughs> you had a small taste of a day in the life of me. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. But I, like I said, just fucking rock with what you got. And like anyone who says otherwise can like hyper fuck off. Hyper fuck off. Yes. Hyper fuck off. Uh, What's a good way to control your stress? Punch things. I was I knew that's what you're No, I'm serious. Say. Like go go online, get a striking pad, get some gloves, get someone who trusts you to hold it and just fucking learn the right way to punch so you don't hurt yourself or overexert yourself and just yeah. fucking punch shit. Yeah. Um for me it's more of like a decompression thing. Or smoke weed. <laughs> or yeah, I, both. <laughs> true. Yeah, I, um, for me, it's like a, that's kind of why, like, I was freaking out so much this weekend. It was just like, I had so much to deal with and not time to process it, you know? And that's what really, like, sent me into, like, a, like, a mild panic attack. It was just, like, too much, like, weight, the weight of the world just, like, came down on me and then I had no time to actually, like, fight back. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, being able to set aside the time to, you know, maybe, like I said, I've been watch- re-watching The Simpsons from the beginning. It's just such an easy thing to throw on and just, like, let it play and, you know, spend some time to fucking, I don't know, read a book. Just low stress, low, you know, effort, but engaging in, in ways that kind of take your mind off what's going on. Yeah. But honestly, like, uh, there's nothing wrong with fucking just laying in bed and just <laughs> not doing shit, I- you know? So I was supposed to be in Colorado this week. I took off tomorrow. Mm. I was supposed to take off tomorrow and Tuesday because I was coming back on Tuesday, but I'm still going to work on Tuesday. But I realized I hadn't taken a day off since December. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about like the last time I went on like a vacation, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. been a, that's why I was so looking forward to the cruise was like, it was like, finally, here's like a week that I can just like fall off the face of the earth. And, like, not do anything but drink 18 margaritas, like, in an hour next to the pool. And, like, get a massage, you know? Well, so if you want a vacation, you can come to help me move. And, <laughs> yeah, a real, real low-stress vacation. And rip up my old floors and put some new floors in. This sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. 
uh, I'd probably get drunk and like use like a carpet stapler and like staple my shirt to the floor or something. Or it'd be like when you helped me move my couch in and then just like watched me as I put it together. I mean, you said you just needed help uh, getting it up your front steps. But yeah, I was pretty hands off after that. (laughs) (laughs) You you looked like you had it covered. It's fine. Meanwhile, I'm being like swallowed alive by this sofa bed or sofa. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Do you have any other questions? I I got one more. I do. It's a technical question. No. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go. What places give you peace before and during pandemic? Mm-hmm. So when I was when I was working in New York, I used to whenever I had like a really stressful day, uh, whether I was at our old office in Flatiron or our new office in NoHo, I would walk to Union Square. It's yeah, like a, yeah, that's it's like, a, that's a low stress. Like that's a yeah, because it's just like you sit and you realize everything's going by and you're in your own little bubble. And it's one of those places that's like so busy that you can just do whatever. And like no one like no one will see you. You're hidden in plain sight. Yeah, that was so this is really some cornball shit. Um, but that was kind of me with the steps in Times Square. Like way, way back. Like before I, this is like when I used to take the train in the city from like my parents' house in like late high school. And it was actually, I think, around the time they built those stairs anyway. But what I liked about it was. Oh, this capitalist hellscape brings me (laughs) peace. Well, it was kind of that same idea though of anonymity through like just uh, populace overload. Yeah. And it was like a play. I actually had like some life altering epiphanies while seated there. And, um, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, deciding I was going to break up with my girlfriend and go to photography school, like, while she was sitting next to me. (laughs) I'm like, you know, this isn't really where I want to be, and, uh, this is not really what I want to be doing, and I have this opportunity to go to photography school, so I think I'm, yeah, it's just going to happen. And like, yeah, then I like, I decided she was like seated next to me. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, eh, just thinking about stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was cool for that aspect. Um, You're like, let's yeah, get some Bubba Gump shrimp now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go to Eminem's world and use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. Did I ever tell you about the, I don't know if we talked about this, like me getting like terrible news in the m&m store <laughs> no oh uh, that was uh that woman i went on those couple dates with uh back like when i around the time i like, first moved here and then i was kind of seeing another girl after we kind of like things kind of just kind of dissolved naturally and uh we were in Times square for some reason tourist shit and uh i was waiting for her to use the bathroom at the m&m's world and i found out via facebook that that previous person i like dated died <laughs> oh my god yeah while in the m&m store like the worst place to get bad news or the best no the worst <laughs> it's no it's not it's not like getting bad news at the beach let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> wow we really time is a flat circle we uh, we uh, okay so the best place to get bad news is at the beach the worst place is the m&m store there we go <laughs> <laughs> it's a spectrum that's yeah those are the two ends of the of the scale (laughs) 
Oh, I forget what the question was that we asked. That was asked. Did we fa- did we answer it? Yeah, it's answered. Okay. Uh, oh, well, I guess for me, that's not Times Square <laughs> steps. It's just like... Uh, I actually really like going over to my friend's house on like a Friday night sometimes if I'm, if I'm back home. And we literally just watch like garbage TV or like those like really corny broadcast like game shows. Um, like Holy Moly or The Wall. And we just drink beer and just watch bad TV on the couch. And it's just super relaxing. It's fun. Perfect. Uh, do you want to? Okay. Here, here's one for us. What microphones do you use to record the podcast? I actually don't fucking know. I bought it forever ago and it was cheap. Well, so that that's actually what we've kind of said from the beginning is like, it's not hard or expensive to sound good. Yeah. Just like, get a cardioid just, mic. That's exactly. No, yeah. that's exactly what I'm. Uh, get a cardioid mic that has like phantom power or requires phantom power and and like, a, what do you have? The Behringer um yeah it's USB just an interface. interface with two two inputs yeah and those original mics that you got i mean you've still been using yours uh they sound good and then i've since i you know we've been doing this remotely i went out and bought a us usb mic uh i have the blue yeti which i feel like is kind of the default for a lot of podcasters it is cool because there is multiple like, pickup patterns but mm-hmm. cardioid is the one you want for a single person yeah. Um, and again, I bought mine used. I think I paid seventy dollars for this one, and then I found that second one at the thrift for twenty. Mm. Like they're they're available and they sound good, and they're just easy. But you know, don't use a dynamic mic like a like a classic like Shure SM fifty eight like stage mic. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you sound like you're at like a like a church rummage sale like on a PA. <laughs> like they're not meant for. They're meant for like. Super high vocal ranges uh, of, like, loud, direct input, um, you know, vocal pattern pickup. And they're just not really – you don't have that, like, nice tone, you know, if we're getting yeah. real it, – it just sounds it just sounds bad. So, yeah, leave them for the, uh, <laughs> the stage of the VFW hall <laughs> and just pick yourself <laughs> up a cheap cardioid. And then uh, just learn how to mix your – make sure audio right but yeah you don't yeah. need expensive shit to to sound decent yeah you know we've we've been doing it on the budget for since the beginning and uh, yeah, fucking bad sounding podcasts are the worst there's no excuse yeah audacity's free if dan can't listen to your podcast in the shower that's that's my rule <laughs> if it if it doesn't sound good and clear through my like waterproof bluetooth speaker and I only can like listen to your thing like in the car. It's it's a waste. Yeah. So get your shit together, everyone. We've we've been saying it from the beginning. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make a six negative sixteen luff merch yes. soon. <laughs> I have one more thing that I really need to add. Okay. Okay. It's actually uh coming from my phone. Friday night. <laughs> I'm thinking that we just might You're like four segments late on it. But. Don't know who we are. It's I'm, probably I'm, one of the funniest sketches on the whole show. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. <laughs> For people who don't know, this is from I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on uh on Netflix. I'm I'm due for like my sixth rewatch. I watched it all the other day. You can put it on in like an afternoon. Yeah. Anyway, I just, yeah. I had to do that. 
it's so good did you uh did you have any other questions no all no, right no. i wanted to actually a little a little update on stupid shit i've bought um, yes i mean i actually haven't bought much stupid shit because that money ran out um <laughs> and i've been trying actually i i bought 10 rolls of film no 12 rolls of film because uh, i thought i was going to be going on a road trip in october that might not be happening now uh unless i come visit you but uh yeah film got really expensive everything like, uh, got expensive a pro pack of like five rolls of portrait 400 is now like 50 dollars and uh and like kodak gold is now like 550 per roll when you come visit me though you're gonna get some great ooh, some great <laughs> some great pictures yeah but uh and then i also have just bought since now i've been doing these photo things and i was literally like filling up two 64 gig cards per day doing these new uh photo shoot things which is fucking way too much. Yeah. Uh, I bought an external, um, ec- new another external hard drive and a 128 gig SD card. But back to remember when I mentioned I bought the like silicon body scrubber from like the targeted ads on Instagram. Yes. Um, the thing fucking sucks ass. Don't buy it, please. <laughs> like it's it it like has some good intentions, but I I mentioned how like you can't actually grip it if there's soap on it at all which yeah. makes it essentially useless yeah and it came with like a hook to like hang it like on your wall in the shower and whatever and they i was like i'm gonna leave a terrible review i'm gonna complain and whatever and then they they actually not long after that sent me a feedback review and i rated it one star and i wrote like very very succinctly a very well worded negative review saying you know exactly what the problems are uh, you can't actually like clean your butt with it because it's not shaped in that way. <laughs> like you can't, you know. And and I and I was like, but in positivity, the the hook works well as a hook. <laughs> was like how I wrapped up the interview. <laughs> so I'm like, the hook is great. It does what it needs to do. But uh, yeah, the scrubber sucks ass. And here's the funny thing: you submit the review, and then it says, "Up, oh, your review is up for review." <laughs> And then they sent me a message back saying that my review has been declined. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that's I, like I left a very succinct, honest review. And because it wasn't a positive review, they can just decline it. Like That seems like some terrible business practices. Yeah. But even if they didn't, maybe they'll take it back to like the product team and try to make some improvements. <laughs> and then I could rebuy it with yeah. improvements. Yeah. It'll be more butt contouring uh i don't know so that don't buy that shit the company's toiletries is fine they're the shit fuck, list fuck you to- toiletries toiletries and uh progressive are both i'm just on mad the... that I, I bought something from a company that's so poorly named yeah that's on you yeah it really is you know when i had that extra 600 dollars a week i felt like i was invincible Did what you could to stimulate the economy. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get these people, these uh, these dropship companies need the business right now. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here hoarding my cash. Oh, man. Must be nice. Uh, yeah, apparently we're supposed to be Trump apparently, like, is signing an executive order to extend unemployment again for $400 a week. It's something. So, I, I you know, I think we should give this Trump guy a chance. <laughs> he's still new let's give him a chance (laughs) we need to wrap this up don't we yeah 
this has been a this has been a wild a wild one. I can't wait to now go edit five thousand photos as soon as we hang up this call and this podcast. Uh, um. Yeah. How are you editing this at the beach? Are you bringing your laptop? <laughs> I'm just gonna do it really fast and then I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> cool. Um. Do you have other people's content? I do, and it's different than normal. I think this is the first time I've ever, um recommended a video game this is where uh, i this is where i tune out so the game it's this little indie game called call of duty modern warfare no um (laughs) no it is actually an indie game called carry on that's really interesting i think it's uh available oh i just saw the biggest nerd i follow on twitter talking about this wait really yeah (laughs) all right so the people are talking uh, no, it's it's like a cross-platform game. I think it's PC, Xbox, and PS4. Uh, uh, it's also available on like the Xbox Game Pass, which is where I got it from. So it's free, essentially. Um, you play like a giant... It's It's got kind of retro graphics, uh, but you play like a giant amorphous blob creature. And you basically just spend... The, it's kind of like part puzzle game, but a lot of it is like you're eating scientists and things. And like trying to like escape this laboratory... Uh, the, the actual like engineering and the, um, like the movement in the game is really interesting and very kind of fluid that works really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really unique and, and kind of interesting game, uh, that I've been enjoying. It's just a nice kind of no brainer. Um, so yeah, carry on. Nice. <laughs> um, so I am my other people's content is Ferus. She is a she's basically the Lebanese Celine Dion. Okay. But uh I've been listening to her nonstop because obviously uh the Olympia Paris concert in 1979 record. Amazing. She's an incredible woman. Uh highly recommend giving it a listen. It is on Spotify. Cool. Yeah. Any record uh, specifically? The one I just said. Oh, I, wasn't, I was too busy taking a screenshot of you wearing your bandana like a old Russian babushka woman. <laughs> 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 the Olympia Paris concert, 1979, live. Live. Um, got plugs? I do. Donate to the Lebanese Red Cross and only the Lebanese Red Cross. I'm seeing a lot of people trying to like... Like, uh, get donations, like, for the government directly, but the government there is so corrupt, so only donate to the Lebanese Red Cross. Uh, and yeah, that's my plug for the day. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm not even gonna be selfish? No. I w- I've been selfish this whole episode. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be selfish and say you can follow me at Dan Bassini and, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, danbassini.com. Uh, books are available. It would be awesome to help me out. Uh, I'm also doing poorly. No, <laughs> I'm doing okay. This new job, uh, occasionally is is you know helping out for sure. The No Invite Volume Seven still available. Uh, get your hands on it, and I'll give you like a free print or something, some fun stickers, maybe a Have a Nice Life sticker. I still got a couple left. Do you have any left? Yeah, I found a bunch when I was uh, cleaning out my apartment in Brooklyn. Nice. I I actually Uh, left one of your business cards there, too. So now I have to deal with this woman? 
<laughs> you you have her blocked, and she's gonna reach out to me about your apartment nonsense in in uh, Brooklyn. I was trying to get you, you some business. No, I blocked her number. I'll, I'll I can't wait to photograph her adult cake smash. She's definitely the kind of person who would have one. Oh man, uh, you can follow us both at a nice life pod on Twitter and Instagram. We've been posting a lot more on there. You should definitely follow it and check it out. Make sure to rate and review. Yeah, if you use Apple Podcasts, because the algorithm rules our life. Uh, we got to let Erica get to the beach. She's got to have fun. Everybody else, have a nice life. Bye.